Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to our Daddy Pete Gardening Podcast today. And I want to bring up a topic that some of us think about when it's too late. So hopefully uh, we can get everybody in uh, the mindset of thinking about emergency food, emergency food. I know when I grew up as a little boy, we canned everything. We uh, raised our own uh, pork. We had that uh, put away. We had potatoes. Uh, We didn't have a root cellar. We had a basement. And uh, the basement did have a dirt floor in it, stayed cool all the time. And so we had potatoes, sweet potatoes. Um, We actually would, in the fall, take and hang from the floor joist baskets of apples. Um, Then, of course, canned goods galore. Uh, We did have freezers with stuff in it also. But with power allergies the way they are, Maybe something that we want not to store so much food in freezers uh, and then go more of the can method or uh, dehydration, dried food, dried beans. And that's some of the things we're going to talk about. Now, if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that I've always encouraged you if you're growing a garden uh, and you're growing it for healthy eating and for storing food for the winter. Uh, I've always encouraged you to keep a uh, diary, uh, a logbook, so to speak, um, of what you're growing, the varieties you're growing, how well they did when you planted, uh, when you harvested, what kind of year it was, rain-wise, heat-wise, were you in a drought. And this way, it helps you make decisions for your next year's planning. Now, this is the end of August, and so some of the things that we're doing now, uh, if it's too late to plant for that type of food storage, but also may be uh, a good time to uh, still pick up from farmer's markets where you know that there's healthy food and uh, that you can get and still prepare for the winter. Uh, as I'm doing this podcast right now, we do have a hurricane off of the coast uh, or heading towards the coast of Florida. We're in North Carolina. Um, we're in the Piedmont. We will see uh, some very uh, light effects of the hurricane is what's forecasted. But again, it could be a situation where um, it can change at any moment. I remember back when Hugo came through, uh, we uh, lost power for about 11 days, and that did make a lot of difference also. So some of the things you want to think about is power outages, uh, maybe in the wintertime when we do have excessive snows, can't get to the store, you do have a way to do that. So I'm going to give you a kind of a list of the foods and seeds that you can pick up now, a lot of them, and prepare for next year, and some of the foods that you can pick up. If you're not able to get them at a farmer's market, uh, worst comes to worst for this year's, and late in the season, you can pick up dry goods at the store, canned goods, and that will get by. Not as great as the healthy foods you grow or that some of the farmers grow, but 
uh, is still better than having nothing. So let's go over a list of some of the things that you want to grow and save for next year. Potatoes is going to be a big one. Yeah, potatoes um, provides a lot of starch and fills you up. And that is uh, potatoes. There's a fingerling type. There's the red type. Uh, we have the yellow golds. We have the white potatoes, which is Kenny Beck's, uh, being one variety uh, of potatoes. Um, just several different potatoes on and on. So those are some of the things that uh, we can look at. Sweet potatoes, a whole different ball game. You can use it for the sweet variety. They save well. They come on later. Uh, and that is a good one to say. Most of the time, sweet potatoes, when they're planted in this area, they're actually not getting ready to harvest for uh, September. Uh, so that's, that's another good one um, that you can do, and they save well in your basement or cellar, and we'll talk about a place to put all of these. Uh, beans, uh, whether it be the green bean, pole bean, you can let those also dry. It can what you may. I would suggest letting some dry, keep back, proceed, that you could uh, cook just like you do the pinto variety or the navy variety of beans. And also, that is your seed, too. So you're saving your seed. As long as you're planting heirloom varieties, you can do this. Um, some of the other ones that you can save are things that you can save in a root-type cellar or cool, dark areas would be carrots, would be rutabagas would be turnips would be a good one. Summer and winter squash. Winter squash takes a little longer to grow, but it lasts longer too. It stores well. So that's one variety. The old-timey pumpkins that you see out, and I'm not talking about the thin wall, jack-o'-lantern pumpkins that you see around the stores for decoration. I'm talking about the old thin wall. Uh, the older pumpkins, they have a kind of a uh, pale, light orange color. Looks like they're just a little bit frosted looking. Um, they're heavy. They grow in odd shapes, but these pumpkins will last. If you keep them ventilated up off the ground, they will last for a year or longer. Again, pumpkins is something that you can eat using a lot of different ways, and then they're full of seeds too. Guess what? You can eat those. And uh, when you do cut that pumpkin open, go ahead and dry some. If you're not going to eat them, save them, proceed for the next year. A pumpkin you will find will have an abundantly amount of seed. So beets, that's another thing that will stay in good for storage. If you've planted beets this year and you did not use them all, some people can them, some people pickle them, uh, you can pull some up, keep them in the fresh variety with the stems, or mark that row. Because if you leave the beets, they will make it through the winter. And then next spring early, you'll start seeing them shooting out their greens. And that is one excellent green to put with your salads. So as you're planting your early lettuces and uh, even your spinach, your different type of collards, whatever greens, don't forget those where those beets were and those greens start popping out. Now, the roots, will they still be good? Yes, they'll be tougher. They'll have a thicker skin. You'll have to peel them a little more. If you're going to consume them, the root part 
but yes, they still are good to eat. So that's something you can think about also. Um, but these are just some of the different things. Dried peas, you want to keep those. Uh, that's another good one that works during that. It's nice to have some corn, a little, uh, you can buy those small meals now to grind your own cornmeal. Sunflowers, another way to grow, save the seeds. That's another good thing to eat. Peanuts, believe it or not, peanuts are easy to grow. You can take and dry those, put them in one of the sacks that has the little squares in it, like you see produce come in, hang those up also, or they're dry, and you'll have those uh, to last for a long time. Of course, we don't want to forget about our peppers and tomatoes, um, you know, uh, the red pepper or the cayenne type that you take and season things with, let it dry, string it up, hang it up, and keep it in cool, dry area, and it will be fine also. Another way is, and then we do this, and one thing we do use our freezer for is we have an abundant amount of uh, sweet bell peppers. We'll go ahead and dice those up, throw them in a bag, and uh, freeze those, and we pull them out. Use them in chilies and stews and uh, for whatever that we'd use green peppers in. Uh, my wife even used them in potato salads. So that's just an area. Don't forget your herbs. Don't forget your onions, your garlic. Onions and garlic can be dry and hang in that uh, same area that you keep everything else cool and dry in. And you would have onions and garlic uh, all the way through the winter season, too. So these are just giving you some of the ideas of the things that you can save or some of the things that you may want to buy. If you have not canned anything naturally, uh, make sure that you do supply what it usually takes to feed your family a week. You want at least three months supply. So, okay, you say, well, I can't just run out and buy three months' supply today. No, I understand that. But what you uh, can do is start adding to that list every week and start stockpiling. If you're buying canned goods or pressful things with dates on them, and I hope you are, make sure that you do rotate your stock on that. Keep your oldest up front. But these are things that will help you get through the winter safely and without worry if the power goes out or uh, if there's a shortage of something. Um, keep in mind, rice is another good thing to put up. Dried beans are is a great thing. Flour, put in a container sealed, works well. Cornmeal is another. And uh, of course, don't forget um, that you do want to keep your herbs like your sage. Uh, keep it dried, put up just different variety of herbs that you use. So I hope this helps you out just a little bit, kind of sparks a, a little something in your mind to get you going with. Um, while you're at it, you could uh, go to our webpage, which is daddypeach.com, and uh, you can click on our podcast. We have some other ones there that may uh, give you some good ideas and put you in the mood of go ahead and collecting those seeds now and being ready for next year so you can have that uh, fresh food year-round. Also, while you're there, look at our different potting mixes, our different soil amendments, uh, our mulches. It's all to help you garden, your landscape. Um, for everything that you do around the house, we have a product to help you there. 
also sign up for our newsletter while you're there. And uh, it's gardening tip newsletter that we send out once a month. Uh, free to you. Uh, we do not uh, share your email address or your information nowhere. And actually, that's all that's required is you just uh, share your email address. And we'll put you on the list and we'll send it out every month, along with the tips to do in the garden that month and what's being harvested. You'll also get some really great recipes that you can use some of that fine food that you've made um, and grown and saved. So, um, you know, just click it in there and you'll find it in your inbox once a month. Um, also, we have a place there for you to ask questions or leave comments. Uh, I would love for you to do that. And by doing that, yes, I do answer all the emails. And yes, I will answer you. So, well, you know, I'm really not much into emails. Could you text me? Could you phone call me to answer that? Of course. I'll be glad to. So just anything you got, good, bad, or whatever, if you got a comment or a question. And believe me, they uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, I wanted to ask that, but it kind of makes me look dumb. There are no dumb questions. There are no questions that's ask too much. If you don't know the answer to something, we will find it for you. If I don't know it, we'll find it. But the main thing is uh, we want you to succeed in your gardening endeavors. Uh, our slogan at Daddy Pete's is not even our slogan. It's our heart. We help you grow. And that's what we intend to do. Well, I certainly do appreciate each and every one of you listening. And until next time, you have been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. And I'm your host, Melvin York. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeats.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypeat.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.